It's Tuesday, July 28, 2009. U.S.-China summit begins. Arctic ice photos finally declassified. Chicken feathers. Plus, speaking of chicken feathers. People complain that we are buying, importing from uh, the Middle East, uh, oil and gas. If the argument there is, well, we don't want to use oil and gas because we think it pollutes, which it doesn't. Uh Huh? What? Yep, that's what he said. All of that and more straight ahead. All you need to know about your environment in six minutes. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this is your Green News Report. Yoki, Senator Inhofe is at it again. Yes, he Unbelievable. is. We'll get to that in a second. Desi Doyne, what do you have for us today? Well, joint talks between the U.S. and China take another step forward with the opening of the U.S.-China Strategic and Economic Dialogue in Washington, D.C. this morning. Although China recently surpassed the U.S. as the world's largest greenhouse gas emitter overall, the U.S. is still the highest emitter per person in the world. We're number one. We're number one. In a speech to open the meeting, President Obama stressed the need for both countries to make progress now before the world's governments meet at the U.N. Climate Summit in Copenhagen in December. China's participation will be crucial in influencing other nations. As The Nation reports, Russian officials have indicated in recent months that they believe global warming will actually benefit Russia, making their northern regions more livable and opening up their Arctic territory wait a minute, to oil Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying that Russia is in favor of global warming because it will help them that's economically? That's pretty much what they're saying overall, yes. Wow, that's... Pretty amazing. Okay. The Obama administration has declassified satellite photos of Arctic ice that had previously been withheld by the Bush administration. The photos show remarkable changes in the Arctic over just the last three years. One particular set, for example, compares side-by-side images of the Bay of Barrow, Alaska, the northernmost city in the U.S., surrounded by sea ice in Ju- July 2006, but completely ice-free the following year. This is amazing. I'm looking here at these uh, photos now. We'll have these on our website, uh, greennews.bradblog.com, but from July one year to July the next, there's ice all over the place in Alaska, and then it's gone the following year. And you're saying Bush would not refused to release these uh, classified Yes, they photos? had released the um, the images showing these dramatic changes to scientists, but had refused to release them to the public for security reasons. Did they release them to Sarah Palin, global warming <laughs> denialist up in Alaska, whose own Unbelievable, okay. Scientists in Nevada have developed a new type of biodiesel that uses waste from chicken processing plants and turns it into biodiesel. The U.S. alone generates 11 billion pounds of poultry waste a year in the form of everything that doesn't go on our plates, including feathers. So we're talking biodiesel from chicken feathers. Wow. Much of it is ground up into what's called chicken feather meal that's used for both cattle feed and fertilizer. Delicious. But the high-fat content could make it a viable biodiesel feedstock because it wouldn't compete with food crops for acreage. Interesting. Last week we talked about a grower of onions who is using byproducts to energize their plant. And now we've got a chicken producer actually making use of this waste otherwise wasted product. Yeah, it's 11 billion pounds. That's a lot of chicken feathers to get rid of. That's a lot of chicken. Speaking of a lot of chicken feathers... Yes, critics of efforts to reduce emissions say that global warming doesn't exist, like Senator James Inhofe, Republican of Oklahoma, who we listened to earlier, who famously called it a hoax. The notion that man-made gases cause global warming is probably the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on the American people. 
He has said that over and over again. Global warming is nothing but the greatest hoax on the American people. Yeah, this is from the ranking Republican on the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, too. However, researchers from NASA and the U.S. Naval Research Laboratory say new data may finally silence climate change critics. Now, 1998 was the hottest year on record, and climate change skeptics have latched on to that lack of additional warming as proof that the globe is cooling, not warming. Since it hasn't gotten warmer since 1998, everything's fine? Yeah, the researchers examined this relative relatively stable temperature over the last 10 years, and they've concluded that the record in 1998 was caused by sunspot activity plus an extremely strong El Nino weathered pattern in the Pacific. Remember that year? We had lots of extreme weather, mudslides in California, I do, so nothing, we've got nothing to worry about. Everything's okay. That was just an anomaly in 1998. Well, since then, there have been no El Nino events, and the sun has been in an unusually quiet slumber, and this combination, the researchers say, has led to the relatively stable global average temperature of the last warming solved. This is great. However, there's more. Yes, they say we're headed for significant warming as the sun appears to be waking up as it launches into yet another 11-year sunspot cycle, and there are clear signs of another El Nino forming in the Pacific right now. These two inputs combined, the researchers say, could amplify on each other like they did in 1998, and they predict we will see significantly faster warming overall in the next five years than was previously predicted. And despite the last five years of relatively stable temperatures, what we're looking at is over time. We're looking at decades of undeniable global warming since... Well, actually, we're looking at unprecedented global warming since the 1880s when most of these specific record temperatures began, but ice core samples show that we are reaching that we are reaching a higher concentration of CO2 in the atmosphere than we've ever had in, I think, 550 million years? Yeah, well, we ought to look at the ice core samples from 1998. That'll tell us the whole story. Oh, brother. All of that and more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Well done. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.